Next up on Saturday mornings at your service, it's Welcome to Health. Greatest Grains and the Welcome to Health Center bring you Dr. Kurt Rexroth, chiropractor and clinical nutritionist. Dr. Rexroth is here to answer your questions about chiropractic, nutrition, or healthy weight loss. So give Dr. Rexroth a call at 344-1420, or you can find him online at welcometohealth.com. And now, here's Dr. Kurt Rexroth. Good morning, Quad Cities. I tell you, it's been a great day already for me, at least. I've uh, spent the last hour and a half out on the tennis court having a great time playing Brian. Um, Ended up being a tie match. We couldn't quite finish because I had to, you know, stop at 9 o'clock and get over here. But... um, it was absolutely incredible. I appreciate that guy. He plays, he plays his hardest. You know, one of the things about that I love playing with uh, the guys that I play, because whether it's Thursday morning, 730, we've been doing that for the last 10 years, doubles match. Uh, Richard Kluhl, by the way, one of the um, politicians here in town, does a great job. He's my partner every Thursday morning. But um, anyway, we do that. And one of the things I love about these guys, including Brian this morning, was that they play really hard. I mean, they are so competitive. They are serious about the game of tennis, but they're not serious about themselves. And that is so important, you know. They don't get bent out of shape. They don't get mad. They don't do it, you know, when they, when they or when you hit a great shot, they don't get mad at you. They don't get mad at themselves. It's just a great fun time on the court. And it's so, it's so great to, to find people that have that kind of attitude towards sports because it makes it so much fun. Of course, we don't have a lot of money on the line, you know, practically zero. So it a, it's a, doesn't have involve any of that. But So it's not like golf. <laughs> but anyway, so but it, it, it makes you feel so good. And it's part of what we're going to be talking about this morning, because health maintenance and weight maintenance are very, very similar. Lots of things. I mean, I've talked about uh, bro- broccoli sprouts here on the, on the radio station a few times and the sulforaphane that you get from those broccoli spouts when you chew them up actually kicks the liver into gear to detoxify you. And, and um, it's just a good, healthy way. Broccoli and broccoli sprouts are also really good for modulating estrogen in both men and women. We're going to talk about that a little bit more, the estrogen in men particularly a little bit later. But um, all of these things are, are extremely good. And they're the kinds of things, by the way, that we talk about in our Tuesday evening seminar we do that every Tuesday night at 6.30, and it's pr- principally about weight loss. But if you're going to talk about weight loss, you want to talk about two other things. You want to talk about how a person gains weight and to get themselves into a bad situation. And number two, you talk about how to maintain weight. And those are topics that we discuss regularly. And we're going to discuss the, the weight maintenance a little bit today. And just to give you a flavor of the kinds of things we talk about in that seminar— you know, I was uh, listening to one of my favorite YouTube channels called Nutrition Facts uh, just this morning on the way in, and it was so good. I, I would recommend that, Nutrition Facts. Um, I don't agree with everything that the guy says on there, but, you know, whether he's right or I'm right, we're, bo- we're all learning these things. And nutrition has just taken off in the last 10 years. I mean, it has been so good. When I first got my certification in clinical nutrition, um, it was, you know, things were really rolling. The, the group that I associate with there, the, the clinical nutritionists, most of, them, most of them are MDs and pharmacists, uh, chiropractors scattered in there too. But uh, it is such an incredible experience to go to their scientific convention every year and listen to the top nutrition scientists come in. And a few years ago, the guy who does the uh, nutrition facts w- was there, and he is so funny, and he's, he's, he just 
sticks to the research, and he's so good. So I would encourage you to go there. But with this this particular program is kind of funny because he he talked about um, how that he saw an advertisement for chia seeds in hot dogs. Frankfurters were fortified with chia seeds, and uh, the statement was made that you know chia has been something that has been uh, at least hyped, if not uh, researched, as a really good food uh, for certain things. And uh, so um, he was kind of surprised at that. So he went to the research to find out what was going on with chia here. And, and the research is actually quite interesting. There was a, there was a research with, uh, with rats, first of all, because they always do it first with rats. That's the easiest, the fastest, et cetera. And the rats actually lost weight on chia seeds. And then they did another research um, with, with chia. And uh, what happened was that if you take a, a tablespoon of chia as a snack in the middle of the morning, the result was that the people ate around 300 calories less for lunch without prompting. And there was a, let me see, that was not a placebo-controlled study. So it wasn't as good, but it definitely suggested that there may be something going on with the chia. So there's a kind of a satiation factor there. Uh, You know, most mid-morning snacks actually stimulate your appetite. If you eat something sweet, that raises your insulin, and then it crashes your your blood sugar, you know, about 20 minutes later, and you get hungry. And so you keep eating the snack. And then when you come to lunch, you've crashed your blood sugar again, and you eat like crazy, and you end up eating more for lunch than you would have if you hadn't had a snack. Well, it seems like the chia seeds actually somehow satiate you nutritionally so that that doesn't happen. So about 300 calories less for lunch, you can lose weight on that. But you could also maintain weight by satiating your hunger with the chia seeds every day. Well, that was great. But then another study was done, and they did uh, two tablespoons of chia seeds, I think it was, and it had no effect. So, you know, you look and you say, oh, geez, that's, gosh, I guess the research here wasn't too definitive at that point. But then it occurred to the person who was evaluating these studies that when you take flax seeds and you supplement with flax seeds, if they're whole flax seeds, then there is no effect in terms of the omega-3 content, in terms of um, the nutritional uh, boost that flax seeds should be giving you. If you have whole flax seeds, there's no effect. So he went back to the research and he found out they're using whole chia seeds. Okay, we've been talking about weight maintenance, and there's lots of different topics involved with weight maintenance, of course, and they're all important, all the psychological ones, all of the the, um, nutritional ones, the actual institution of a weight loss program, all of those are important. We talk about those in our Tuesday evening seminar, 6.30. Give the office a call, 309-764-2115. Give us a heads up that you're going to be coming, and we are happy to see if you you don't give us a call, come anyway. Uh, we'll do the seminar, and uh, y- you can be there, no problem. But in any case, we've been talking about weight maintenance. And, uh, you know, you, you got the little chia patch, you know, you plant the chia seeds, the sprouts come out, and it looks like fur, you know, it's always silly, you're kind of ch- silly. I mean, the word chia it seems kind of, kind of silly itself. But when you consider how powerful this is for weight maintenance, I think it's worth looking at, because listen to this. We talked about two studies already, one early study where it looked as though when you have chia 
for a snack in the middle of the morning, you eat less for lunch. And you actually reduce by 300 calories, which is a significant amount for most people. Plus, you don't overeat because you've eaten the wrong snack and stimulated your blood sugar. But then there was a study done where they used two tablespoons of chia seeds per day, and it didn't reduce the calories at all. So what was going on there? Well, it turns out that the reason it didn't work is because chia seeds, like flax seeds, have a hard outer shell. And they go through the digestion with pretty much without being broken down or you don't digest them very well at all. And, of course, that's the way nature it, it protects seeds because how does it spread? How does nature spread seeds? Well, one of the ways it spreads seeds is that birds eat the seeds since they're hard to digest they go right through, and the birds bombardier them into a new area, and they fall into the, the, the soil, and they sprout roots. They grow a whole new area, in a whole new area, a whole new set of plants in that area. And then the birds eat them again, poop them out someplace else, and that's the way the seeds get spread. So, of course, if you don't break down the seeds, then you don't get the benefits. So what they started using was ground chia seeds. Then they did a double-blinded study. Now, double-blinded study means that nobody knows, you know, things are set up in in, um, anonymous packets, and nobody knows uh, which ones are actually the ground chia and which ones, in this case, are the oat um, fiber. And they used fiber because fiber does have an effect on digestion. It has effect on satiation. So they wanted to you know, do do one-on-one chia as opposed to a different form of fiber that could uh, make the, you know, an even playing field, oranges and oranges, so to speak. So anyway, they did that, and what they found was that two tablespoons of chia, ground chia powder per day actually reduces the, uh, the desire to eat an incredible amount, and you get even more than 300 uh, calories reduction in your eating. Now, this is absolutely huge because not only could this be for some people, for example, with me, I don't, um, uh, you know, with all my exercise and all the workouts and things I do, um, I should probably cut back a little on my eating, you know, and get rid of a little of my love handle, the Etc. But I don't need to do much. So the chia seeds themselves might be enough to take some weight off of me. However, when it comes to most people, it's a great way to maintain your weight because most people, they get, they get the weight off. They're looking great. They're feeling fantastic. They're getting all kinds of compliments, etc. And then they start creeping up because, you know, they eat a snack and that raises their blood sugar and crashes their blood sugar, and then they get really hungry and they just eat like crazy for lunch, and then they have dessert, and then that crashes their blood sugar again, and then they have a mid-afternoon snack, and it's just, you know, one disaster after another when it comes to their eating habits. So the chia seed is a recommendation for people to help them maintain their weight once the weight loss has been completed. And this is the kind of thing, by the way, that we talk about at the clinic. And not just about that. We also talk about psychological factors because one of the things that my uh, coach, Kay, did just uh, the other day, she was talking to a person and I was kind of hearing it, um, you know, uh, making sure I kind of monitored what was going on in the counseling session. And she asked an incredibly good question. 
The person who she was talking to was having a difficult time maintaining the weight. She had come back a few times to kind of tune things up and was getting great results again. That happens regularly in our clinic. Um, And getting great results, but she really didn't want to gain the weight back again. And so I was listening to the counseling session a little bit, and it was just a wonderful technique. It was a wonderful thing to ask, and that was this. What advantages do you get from putting that weight back on? What advantages do you receive when that weight is on your body, when you're basically fat again? And the person kind of just, oh, my gosh, she was just, devastated by the question because it came to her mind right away what it was that was keeping her from maintaining her weight. Now that is just profound. That is profound because what that question, what advantages do you get from being heavy is the question that actually cuts to the quick. It gets right down there. And she realized that there were some things in her life that if she was thin and attractive, there were some jealousy issues. There were some, you know, why, you know, who are you doing this for? Are you doing it because you want to leave me? Well, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And all of these psychological issues came up. And it was just the kind of thing that, exactly the kind of thing that you, a person needs to know about so they can deal with it on a conscious and on a subconscious level. And um, so it's, it's so wonderful to have those kind of psychological interventions. It's so wonderful to have a coach in order to kind of walk you through some of these things. All right. Very important. Plus, you also get other suggestions, not only the nutritional suggestions like the, the ground chia seeds to help modulate appetite down, but you also get other psychological suggestions. For example, um, I have a list of helpful um, myths or helpful Fictions, I call them, helpful fictions that I have used in my life in order to keep myself from too much sugar. One of them is this, um, just as a kind of a side example. Um, I had a Volkswagen, a little orange Volkswagen. It was my first car way back when. And I would lock the keys in that Volkswagen, oh my gosh, at least twice a week. I had a hanger wired into the bumper of the car, you know, so I could go back and get the hanger out and fish it out and pull the, the lock up and get into the car and get my keys. But I would lock the keys in there all the time. And after I, you know, traded that car in and got myself a brand new Toyota Celica, and I was not going to, to lock my keys in that car. So I had a useful fiction, and the fiction was this car does not lock from the inside. The only way this car can be locked is with the key from the outside. And that made the difference. I have only locked my cars and my key one more time my entire life with that particular useful fiction. Useful fictions are wonderful. When it comes to the sugar uh, issue, it was a great useful fiction because I had a, a Whitey's addiction. Now, I don't know how many of you out there have Whitey's addictions. Uh, You know, I suppose if I had you all raise your hand, I could probably feel the wind from it, even in the studio here, you know, uh, knock a window or two out because Whitey's is absolutely incredible. And I was even worse with country style, right? And so with a country style addiction like I had, I had to do something because I was driving by there uh, almost every day and I was having a terrible time not stopping every time I went by Whitey's. So what, do I, what did I do? Well, I realized I have a lot of abilities, and one of those abilities I'm really good at is procrastination. 
And I thought, well, if I'm so good at procrastination, why don't I just use it? Instead of using it for the wrong things, why don't I use it for the right thing? And so what I did was I, when I was going, approaching Whitey's, I would say to myself, oh, jeez. Oh, I wish I could stop at Whitey's, but I just can't get around to it. And what I did is I modeled all the same behavior, all the sounds, all the body language, all the breath and all that stuff. I modeled all the stuff that I would normally say when I wanted to avoid doing something, right? And I wanted to put it off a little longer. And, oh, geez, God, I would love to stop at Whitey's, but, oh, I just can't get around to it. And by that time, I'd be past Whitey's and I would, you know, say, well, now I can't turn back. I'm, you know going. And after I do, did that for probably about two weeks, I could go past Whitey's and not even see it anymore. It was absolutely one of the most amazing things I'd ever experienced. It was a success. It was great. And at that point, my Whitey's addiction was over. And I could start actually working on, you know, reducing sugar because that was one of the biggest insults. Because again, I'd stop at Whitey's, it would pike peak my blood sugar, it would crash my blood sugar, and then I would eat like crazy. Okay, so that was a big, big success. Also, there's other, there's other things you can do. For example, one of the things, I mean, I don't stay away from that stuff entirely because, I mean, ice cream is absolutely wonderful, of course. So I don't want to stay away from it entirely. But why should I eat a large instead of a small? And so this is a more recent insight, actually, but I want you to you know, even write these things down. If you're good at procrastination, start using that ability. But write this one down also. What I noticed was this. I noticed this, the, that the last bite of a small Sunday, and I love the hot fudge and strawberry ugh, at country style. I, okay. I noticed that the last bite of a small actually tastes better than the last bite of a medium or a large. Now, why is that? Why is that? Well, it's obvious. By the time you get all the way through a large, you're kind of like, oh, my gosh, is there, is there more of this? How much more do I have to eat? My gosh, I, I should never have ordered a large. My, my eyes are bigger than my stomach, obviously. So when you get to that last bite, it's almost like you're doing it out of obligation rather than out of pleasure. But if you get a small that last bite of a small tastes almost as good, not quite, but almost as good as the first bite. And you can look forward to that. As a matter of fact, you just kind of, you know, oh, gosh, there it is. Oh, yeah, it tastes great. It still tastes great. And there's none of the, oh, my, my stomach's kind of like a little bit upset, but I guess it was okay. The last bite was okay. No, it's still great when you do it out of a small. So these useful fictions, these little ways of you're not actually lying to yourself because you know what's going on, but you're using them as techniques, and you can develop your own techniques also, plus knowing why it is that you might have some kind of advantage, you know, if you stay heavy. Um, Know what those things are. Kind of volunteer to find those things out so you can uh, do it. And sometimes just writing it down. Why? The question, what advantage do I find in being heavy? And then just wait. Let the subconscious mind, you know, throw those things out, write them down, respect it, respect it, and write them down. But those are the kinds of things that we talk about when it comes to maintenance after you've lost the weight. Now, just a review here, because this is so very important. Ground chia seeds, 
the double-blind research says ground chia seeds eaten as a snack throughout the day, about two tablespoons a day, can reduce your calorie intake by a you know at least 300 calories per day. All right. And that is significant for many people. That will be enough to help them lose the weight in itself. But significant in terms of once you've lost the weight, you can do things like this in order to bring yourself into tune and bring yourself into a reasonable maintenance protocol. That's just one of the suggestions. But we have many of those. So, you know, sign up for the seminar on Tuesday evening. Make sure that you that we know you're coming. The number is 309-764-2115. We're very easy to find. If you know where Kmart is in Moline, you already know where we are because we're right across 53rd Street from Kmart. You come in on Avenue of the Cities to Kmart, and of course, then you turn to, if you're coming from the bridge, you turn to the right uh, onto 53rd Street, and we're just uh, about half a block down. There's a sign out there with my picture on it. And by the way, if you want to know what I look like, we are we do have the radio shows on Facebook now. And please take some time and get onto Facebook. We're doing kind of uh, their compendiums, their their uh, shortened versions of the radio shows. Our wonderful helper Angelique pairs them down to the the salient features, the, the the jewels of the show, and then you can watch those on Facebook. We're also going to be posting the videos on our uh, channel, our um, webpage. So, you know, you can, we're going to be doing that very soon, too. So it's great talking to you again. Maintain your weight. Come to our seminar. Learn how to lose it. See you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Welcome to Health with Dr. Kurt Rexroth part of Saturday mornings at your service sponsored by the welcome to health center and greatest grains. Dr. Rex Roth will be back next week at the same time. If you have a question before then give the good doctor a call at 309-764-2115 or find him online at welcome to where you can download podcasts of this program, ask questions on the blog, find out about special events and request an appointment with Dr. Rex Roth. And remember, Dr. Rex Roth donates his services as a guest speaker to Quad Cities clubs, church groups, and business organizations.